Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Eh. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Don't try it till you had it. This is episode 90 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are... I'm back. Stephen Wojtowicz. And this is Bill, here and ready for book club. I'm in a rush. Let's go, guys. Come on. <laughs> Where are you going? Go. Go to sleep. <laughs> it's 9-10. And you're ready for bed at Isles, 9-10? Isles, listen, Isles game's done. They, they wrapped yeah. it up uh, like an hour ago. So I'm uh, I'm have my nightcap ready to go to bed. Let's go. Listen, I got to tell you, I was ready for bed an hour ago. <laughs> so uh, I'm right with you there, big guy. All right, let's uh let's go right into shitty call of the week. This one comes to you as probably no surprise to anybody who listens to this podcast <laughs> who saw the Islander Ranger game last Tuesday night. The shitty call of the week. Rangers have their puck off the draw. Ooh, that was close. Boy, Walsh almost took a penalty there. It's oh, my goodness! Anders Lee and the Islanders have the lead! First off, who's the backup um, play-by-play guy for the Islanders? It's the guy who said, this guy! Isn't that Brendan Burke? The guy no, was, it wasn't Brendan not, Burke that night. That's not Brendan. I, I think it's the radio guy. I, I, I always forget. He sounds kind of like Brendan, but he's... Uh, it's not Brendan. I think it's the radio guy. Is it, is it Brendan Byrne? Yeah, that sounds about right. Sure. <laughs> no, no, that's what he should do. <laughs> so this was the play. Game tied three in the third period. Uh, Rangers win the faceoff, put the puck around. Kako retrieves the puck and gets blatantly tripped in front of the referee who decides to swallow his whistle and it leads directly to a turnover at the blue line and a pass in front to lead and backhands it past his hurt and all alone in front for a 4-3 Islander lead late in the third period. I, listen, I, I have no idea what the referee was looking at. Yeah, and it's Two important to note, important to note that even Butchie during that, that the replay is like, hey, that's a trip. <laughs> and it was a blatant yeah. trip. Now, Billy, uh, yes, there are two officials. There was the one official, though, was literally right on top of the fucking play, looking at it. And he, oh, after, it's right in front of him. After Kako goes down, he makes this weird gesture with his arms. Like, sometimes you'll see and be like, no, you know, like, a, uh, like you're declining something. Um, that's the arm movement that they'll make, but he didn't do that. He just made this awkward fucking shrug with his arms. I don't know what that's meant to what that's meant to say. Hopefully they'll give you an angle. Well, maybe we can go back a little bit. Yeah, he just did it right there. So watch yeah, the good from the corner. Uh, what? What did he have a spasm? What? What the fuck was he doing? I think. Wait, go back. I think he was. Maybe he was nervous the puck was coming his way. Uh, we we can only wish. Yeah, I'm trying to get him when he's in that position, but I, I don't know. Hold on, let me bring it back a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like he was getting ready for the puck to come his way and he was putting his hands up to block. But where was the puck at that point? I don't, I don't see the penalty. Yeah, that's a trick. Let me, you know, <laughs> see the I don't see. Okay, right here. Watch Walston's right there. I mean, Kako forgets how to skate. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. No, listen. Normally, I don't. I wouldn't disagree with that. However, there. It was pretty. It was know. pretty blatant. Pretty blatant. Let you a goal. That's kind your of guy, your guy. Your guy did brutal. get the puck after Kako fell down. He just wasn't able to get it out of the zone. Well, that's that's a story for for later on. <laughs> But that is a shitty call of the week. Two weeks in a row, Isles on the shitty call of the week. Pretty amazing. Well, they made up for the last week's one then. I guess so, right? yeah. You're even yep. now on the season. Even, one and one. So we, we universally thought last week that it was a penalty and Steve wasn't there, but but now Steve is uh, 
is is giving us some dissent this week. He's saying that that was not a penalty. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the a, unanimous nature last year. Last yeah. week, that's bullshit. That you all you didn't agree. You didn't disagree about anything last week. You guys agree you know, about everything. Such, we didn't have our contrarian. Nice, it was a nice, pleasant yeah, really. show last week. Very cordial. Our, our resident <laughs> contrarian is back. Also, didn't get the trivia. You're lucky you got the 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 20 questions. Oh, uh, listen, oh. from the point on the power play, you kidding me? Woo! I don't know if that was from the point, but I'm, I'm, looking, a, to, I'm looking to screw that up this week. Well, listen, we have to um, we got to start keeping track of our, our our percentage here. Okay, well, we'll leave that up on up to the guy whose whose segment it is. I, I like that idea. All right, so we're one for one counting last week. We'll start from last week. Done. Because I don't remember what we did. You you scored the week before that, didn't you? Well, I think the week before was the infamous Adam Gray's week. <laughs> might talk about right. talk about shitty call of the week. That would have been shitty call of the week because we didn't get a goal, but we totally should have. Uh, and Nick's that puck not... definitely entirely crossed the line. Yeah. Oh, Nick is still not shaving either, by the way. <laughs> yeah, still. I forgot. Whatever. It yeah, really didn't matter for, now. Weeks he forgot. We should do like the, we should do like they do with dogs after they chew on furniture, and then the, the owner posts a picture of the dog with a sign that said, "Guess who was a bad boy?" Uh, I I thought we were going to rub his nose in it. Well, yeah. we could do that too. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to hit me with a that. newspaper or something. I think we should. I think we should have. We should make a sign for him, and he should, he should be forced to take a picture holding the sign. <laughs> uh, I actually, that's that's not a bad idea. Keep that in the we're, back of your mind. Figuring he, as he's going to win. Our, our fantasy league we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have tara make the sign and he can't even see what it says he's just got to stand with it in front of him wasn't that like a from die hard or something didn't that happen in like one of those die hard movies he was out on the streets of new york and he had a sign that said um yes it, it yeah it was a very very yeah. awkward word to say on any <laughs> medium yes yeah that was die that was hard the second vengeance. one right no, it was yeah, the third it was one. Third, 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 third or fourth. I don't know. Was, uh, the best one, the third one. Samuel L. Jackson. Uh yeah. the third one was one oh, of with the better the, ones. With the snakes on the plane. No, 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 no. That, no. That's a completely different movie. Completely different movie. But it's almost time for the for freaking Christmas movies Not and watch Die Hard. But okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. But did, now Billy Billy brought to attention they have that what what was it? The Nativity calendar uh, or yeah, a Die Hard Advent calendar. The uh, Advent calendar. Oh man. Yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant all right i saw, an, I saw an advent calendar that was all lip gloss does that make lip gloss something you can only use at why christmas the, why were you looking at lip gloss because it was in the store and i was walking down the aisle and it was there what store forever 21 where do you shop <laughs> <laughs> I, I shop at kmart right kmart sucks right <laughs> All right, can we now? Can we go to our fantasy? I've been trying to go, get into our fantasy for the last fucking ten minutes. The segment we Ooh. don't have the the, the challenge <laughs> we don't have a name for. Fantasy we don't have a name for it. I'm gonna start calling it Fantasy Mondays. Okay, Fantasy Island. We got to tie in Fantasy Island somehow. Let me work on that. Why? All right. Wait, <laughs> do you have an idea for a theme song? Is that what you, is that what you're implying? The only island is the island Tom is in in last place. Well, Ooh. listen, listen. Maybe not for long. Not after my red hot Pittsburgh Penguins. Are you kidding me? I knew it. That's why he I, traded you. He sacrificed his team uh, in this challenge, knowing that if he traded them, they would start to win a little bit more. Of course, that was the psychology behind it. 100%. But I don't yeah, because I feel like I control that with my bet. Yeah, I feel like I control the fates of hockey with uh, with the luck of my bet. This is fucking Robinson Cano all over again. I listen. Yeah, I I'm still in last place. I'm still in last place. However, I am only five points behind Billy with six games in hand. Six, which hopefully I won't lose every single one of them. There was one point over the weekend where I was ooh, I was one point behind You're you right guys. there. You're right there. I was. But I have certainly been in the last place the majority of the, uh, the entire season. Um, but listen, I think the Penguins trade was the turning point of the season for me. Nick yeah, is... Uh, you just, wish. 
Nick is just running away with this fucking thing. He the the gap gets exponentially wider every week. He's every week. he's going to win Nick, this thing by three thousand points. Can somehow. I trade you? You listen to this, all right? I'm going to trade you the Arizona Coyotes and the Anaheim Ducks for the Boston Bruins. Two teams Hi, that's a, for one. That's a negative. That's what a, do you mean negative? You can't. You can't do two. Two. That is, how is this going to work? The, the league vetoes that one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Arizona and what was the other one? And Anaheim. And oh For god, Boston. Sega okay, Genesis so, just called. That trade is not allowed. So let's let's <laughs> let's talk about that to the listeners who can't see what we're looking at here. Arizona has trust me, they six, know. As of Sunday, uh, as of Sunday night, they have six six wins, and Anaheim has four. In the oh, yeah. combined 10. total, that's 10 in a combined 30 games. Yep. Boston, in, in their 16 games, have 14 wins. Uh-huh. That's four more wins than the other two shitty teams you would like to give me. Billy, Billy, check that map. Like, Is that, that four more? Like, spot on. Spot I on. mean, it's possible that the other two teams would combine for enough wins to catch Boston by the end of the season. It's not very likely, though. I, I don't not worth the that. risk. I don't, no, you I don't, would bet no. they're not going to. <laughs> That's a good bet. <laughs> I would bet combined they're not going to equal Boston. Is Boston's not going to keep up that pace for the full season, but I I don't feel confident that Arizona and Anaheim are going to pick it up a whole hell of a lot more. Thomas, do you want to you want to have a side bet with with Steve on that one? I don't know if they're yeah. I mean that's twenty five wins for one, maybe thirty wins for the other. Even that would no, be generous for both of them. I mean. It's two teams. Two teams can combine for at least as many wins as Boston. I mean, come on. I don't know. Not a chance. God in heaven. <laughs> well, Nick, if you're so confident, make the trade, man. <laughs> yeah, Nick. I mean, please yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely not. You, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Tom just wanted. Tom would be instantly out of last place if he did that. Uh, instantly out of last place. That is correct. I wonder if there's right. any way to do this. Hmm. And just to give a, the, the listeners who can't see this again, standings, uh, I have 156 points total uh, in first place. Steve, 128 points in second place. Bill, 126 points, third place. And then Tom, just getting up there, 121 points in last place. But now we're starting to see a little bit more parity coming together. Um, yeah, if you and can come it, back to games, the pack a little, that would be great. Yeah. yeah, games in hand, everyone's pretty much even. There's not really a big. Tom had a few more games in hand than us, so that could that could play into this a little bit, given him back into the swing of things. But as of last as of last night, I have the top two teams and one, two, three, four, six of the top ten right now. Wow. It's it's kind of a big big jump. With Steve having two, Bill having one, and Tom having the lone devils that he plucked before Steve could pick them. So Fuckers. Tom's only saving grace this season in fantasy uh, has to be him stealing the devils before Steve could get Well, them. hold on. Not not just the devils now. The Penguins are, you know, what, two two and one since I've traded for them? So two, I mean, oh, and one. And two, you oh, really got to get one. over yes, the thank Penguins you, thank you, acting Bill. like two, that's oh, going to be your anchor the rest of the way because i got some news for you pal it's gonna be an anchor it's gonna drag them down <laughs> well li- listen you know there's in in the real in real life um you know they're they're good teams and and good teams when they when they play the bad teams they're supposed to not leave those points on the table right and you're bad teams and you're just and you're just fighting who are the bad teams in the nhl right now I think they're all in the West. I, I really don't think there's I a agree. terrible team 100%. in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, 100%. Really not. I mean, the Senators, I mean, mathematically, somebody's going to work out to be shitty in the Eastern Conference, Penguins and Senators and, you know, whatever else. But the I, I don't think the the Senators on any given night, they ain't no joke. But, you know, you got Anaheim well, and uh, Arizona. Yeah. There's some even Columbus. Columbus is the number 31 team in the NHL right now. They could be anybody in in the eastern conference or the west they could beat anybody on any given they night. kick the flyers ass they, they beat the God. rangers i mean that's not saying much but they did i mean st. Right, man st. i was st louis is number fuck 30. you you fucking crybaby john tortorella 
not wanting to answer questions. Excuse me. Ask me questions about the game, all right? Jesus, (laughs) you little crybaby. I don't want to answer your questions. Are are these teams really bad, or are is it just still the beginning of the year? We're getting close, man. Once you get to December, we kind of know these teams are. There's a lot of new faces in Columbus, too, right? Yeah, agreed. And when St. Louis won the cup in what seventeen or eighteen, they were dead. Yeah, last they were they were dead January. last going into January. Yeah, in January. So I listen, and that doesn't that doesn't happen every year. Um, but they're, they're the exception for sure. Not the rule. So is, I mean, Vancouver. Yeah, they're bad. Anaheim, they're terrible. Um, but Chicago is not as bad as everybody thought they were. I don't think Pittsburgh is as bad as everybody thinks they are. Billy. I don't think Calgary is as bad as everyone thinks they are. Buffalo is, is pretty decent. I mean, these teams, is it just, are they going through a rut or are these bottom Bottom tier teams, right? The the last 10 spots, Pittsburgh, Calgary, Buffalo, Arizona, Nashville, San Jose, Ottawa, Vancouver, St. Louis, Columbus, Anaheim. Are the, Is that really the bottom tier of the league this year? I mean, it's always got to be teams, right? I think St. Louis is surprisingly that this low. Uh, they should definitely be high. They should not be so, so poor this season. I think we all kind of thought Ottawa would be a little better this year, especially picking up Giroux and – Brinkett, I think they're. I watched them tonight play. I think they're underperforming as well. Um, I can't say enough a lot about the. Oh, I can't say. I can't say a lot about the bottom feeding West Coast teams because I haven't seen much of them yet. But you know, Buffalo as well. I think that's the, the last one I would call out as a team that should be better. They're. They look. They. They. They push. They push. They pushed on the uh, Golden Knights the other night. They're pretty good there and. Um, yeah, until yeah. Eichel scored a hat trick in the third period. Eichel, Eichel. Well, listen, I, I on uh, adding to that list, Nick. I don't think Nashville is as bad as as they're playing right now. They're they're a good team with a lot of good, solid players, and they should be a lot better than what they are. And they got a great goaltender. So, I don't know. I I, I to me, I I think we got to revisit this in uh, in the middle of December and see where these teams are, because I don't yeah, think I, these these teams are as, as bad as as we think they are right now. Yeah. Then again, this year they could be. Yeah, and, and and to put Nashville in perspective, they're six, eight, and one. They're only two games away from five hundred, effectively. I mean, you could argue three games, but two games, and you're right there, and you're five hundred play. Um, but you know that that's not enough right now. I mean, you got a very top heavy league with the top three teams, the combined total of what eight losses, and you know, uh, almost a. F- 40 wins of yeah. 39 wins. Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as great as this devil's run that they've been on is they're still not, they're not tops in the East and they're just barely tops in the Metro. Yeah. And the top, the top three teams, Boston, Vegas, Jersey, all are nine and one their last 10. Yeah. That's I mean, that's, um, that sure happens from time to time, obviously, right? Because there are 32 teams. But that's pretty impressive, man, in the, in the early in the season. Well, and the point is that they're, they're beating the teams that they should be beating. Yes. You know, the, the Devils played the, the Coyotes the other night. They played the Coyotes. They beat them. They beat the Senators. Like, they, yeah. They're beating the teams that they need to beat. And, and, you know, the Islanders lost to the Coyotes. We lost to the Coyotes right, so- and – all right, so and, the, that, that but but they won games they maybe shouldn't have, right? Sure. Yeah. So that look at all the third balance. period comebacks. Yeah. Comeback kids. Yeah, but I I just thought it would be interesting to take a peek at the, at the league and, and see where we are right now and see, you know, are are those bottom ten teams really the bottom tier of the league this year or do you, do we see any of those coming out? And it looks like some of them we see coming out of 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 the bottom. Um, you know, teams like Seattle, I didn't think Seattle was going to be where they are this year. And, you know, on the flip side of that, even Winnipeg, they have the most overrated player in the NHL, Corey Connor. So I think we got to give this another month um, and then we can. Well, no, I would say, I would say, like you said, as soon as it turns into January one, I would say revisit it, you know, so that's like six weeks. 
and just see, you know, compare compare the stats from now to the to the stats then and see were those were those, you know, teams playing above their head or are they still playing above their head? Oh, does that mean I gotta take a screenshot of this right now? Probably. God damn it. That would be like show prep. Why would we do that? Homework. Black homework. Yuck. All right. Let's uh let's take a ride on the metro. Sponsored by Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Well, you know, Rangers didn't have a bad week at all, but uh, it looks like I'm I'm starting. They were uh, they were two and two this week in in games. Uh, they could have been, should have been maybe uh, a little bit better than that. Um, but in, in listen, in the games that they they lost, they outshot the Islanders forty to twenty six in a really tight, close game. So it's not like the, the Islanders were, were playing ahead. The, the Rangers were playing ahead the majority of that game. They, they dominated the face-off circle, and they dominated the hitting right at 31-18. to 18. Game against Nashville, 35-18 to 18 shots on goal, 51-49 to 49 face-off percentages, and 32-25 in hits. So there was a little bit more pushback from Nashville. But those are the two games that the Rangers lost, and they completely, I don't want to say dominated play. Um, but man, they have their opportunities and they have, are just, I mean, for all the good luck that they had last year, they're just not getting it this year. Uh, and it's, and it's obviously not by or for lack of effort. You get a, a six goal uh, explosion in the third period against Detroit uh, to, to get, to get a win on the road. You, you lose a, a tough one to Nashville on Saturday night, and then you come home, um, we're really, really flat in the first and second period against Arizona, but, uh, you, you get kind of a little, little puck luck, um, with Barkley Goudreau scoring that, uh, that first goal against Arizona that kind of let the floodgates open a little bit and you get a two and two week. So I, I think for the, for the Rangers that they need to, to keep their, their head at least at the waterline, uh, and they continue to do that. So even with, with poor performances in some games, um, and and games and where they're they're outstatting their opponents, um, at least beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Now they didn't beat Nashville, um, but uh, they they should maybe they should have. But it, it's just a completely different year this year. And and I think it was Billy who mentioned uh, even in the beginning of the year how the Rangers really didn't face adversity last year. Well, they're they're facing plenty of it this year. Um, and, and it's just by, by the bounce of the puck and, and look, Halak in his last couple of games, hasn't been that bad, but he's Oh, four, he's Oh, four and one on the season. Shesterkin's eight, two and two on the season. Um, some hopefully on this trip, maybe Halak gets, gets one in here. Maybe they, when they, they got a back to back against, uh, uh, Anaheim and, and the Kings, uh, late next week. So maybe Halak gets the back end of that because I think I would imagine Shesterkin would go against the Kings. But hopefully uh, we can get Halak a, uh, a win here or, or something on the, on the positive side because in his last two performances, he played pretty well, but he's getting nothing to show for it. And, and the Rangers, you know, and we talked about this last week uh, that the, the Rangers are definitely a different, a different team uh, in front of Igor than they are with Halak. Uh, again, for all, for all the th- bad negative things I said about Adam Fox uh, in the first couple of weeks of the season, he has uh, 
He has been proving me wrong the past couple of weeks. He has just been absolutely stellar in his play, not just offensively, but defensively as well. Um, he must have, he must have been listening. He, he had had to have been listening. Yeah. Had to have been listening. Nobody likes to be called out. No, absolutely not. Um, other than than Adam Fox, uh, Mika Zibanejad has has had a really solid start to the season, um, where he's notoriously uh, a slow starter. So he's had a, a really solid start to the season, and and Igor's been stellar as as we kind of all expected. You know, this week starts the Rangers' West Coast trip. Uh, they don't have, they're not going to do the Canada thing, but they're going to do the California thing. They start out in Seattle on, on Thursday night, uh, 10 o'clock and on Saturday night, 10 30 start. Ooh. Uh, San, Jose? San Jose. Yeah. yeah. They, they're like the Islanders. They start at weird times. Uh, it's that, it's that Bay area. But then again, you get the, you know, the following week, the Kings are at 10 30 as well. I don't, I don't know why. That know might why be, the... that might be, is that like a national game? Is no. that a TNT? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, it doesn't say on the, uh, on the, oh, no, it's just um, Bally Sports West and MSG for the Kings. Okay. But uh, now starts their, their West Coast trip. And uh, here's where you can get some points. You know, you got Seattle and San Jose. Those are, those are two teams, maybe not Seattle with the way you're playing. And you know what? Maybe it's just when you play teams too, right? Because, the Rangers played Minnesota early in the season when Minnesota couldn't get their shit together and the Rangers, you know, put a seven spot on them. But, you know, in the last couple, last couple of games or the last couple of weeks, uh, the wild have been playing really a lot better, a lot better hockey and giving up a lot less goals and winning more games. So maybe this is just a bad time to play Seattle. Um, you know, they beat the penguins two two games and uh, maybe you're just a team in the beginning of the season right now that you don't want to play that you want to play later on. But, that that's still a team that you should go out there and, and beat. Um, and even in San Jose, they, they should beat that team as well. So go out and get your points, um, gel a little bit bond on the trip and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens for sure. Uh, my Pittsburgh penguins are coming back, Billy. No, nothing. You're, you're rubbing your hands together. Uh, makes a noise for our listeners, but but the way you feverishly rub your hands together, that, that I don't think you get your excitement across really the same way. What's that? Like, <laughs> 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 no. Yeah. Um, I, 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 the Pittsburgh Penguins had a, a good week. I can't deny it. Um, they went on a three game road trip since we last spoke uh, into Washington Toronto and Montreal and um, you know after a seven game losing streak to take five out of six points on a three game road trip who can complain well well this guy can okay so here's why um, you know I'm, I'm obviously not upset with the result of the week taking five out of six points uh, is, is terrific uh, but I, I just want to temper expectations and, uh, and and kind of refute that the Penguins are quote unquote back um, with a little bit of, of uh, more in-depth analysis especially of their last game in montreal so um but first they went into to washington and they took out the the capitals who are also a below 500 team now and and really nothing special uh anymore and you know a, a penguins capitals game used to have a lot of juice and now it's just like okay whatever um still ovechkin versus crosby that was fun but uh the penguins won that game uh, i think four to one um casey de smith was in net for that one uh, and got the win then they went up to Toronto and, and Toronto on a Friday night was actually a pretty impressive win um, uh, beating a, a good a second place team, second to the, to the red hot Bruins um, and going into their building and, and winning that game was, was a big one, especially because in the third period, they only gave up uh, four shots on goal um, really shut down Toronto. Who's got plenty of, of high power offense forwards on that team. And, and, uh, to see the Penguins actually shut them down. I mean, that's one of the things I was complaining about last week was the, um, the, the defensive attention to detail just hasn't been there. Uh, certainly was there against Toronto. It certainly was there in that third period. And, and that could have had you optimistic uh, at the end of that game, uh, which the Penguins also won. So, but then uh, going into Montreal the following night um, was Tristan Jari's return into net uh, after the Smith had won in, in Washington and in Toronto. Jari returned uh for the Penguins um, in goal and uh, and played well for the first two periods. Uh, the Penguins were actually winning after two periods, two to one. 
even though Montreal absolutely owned the second period against the Penguins, they they had something like twenty shots on goal, um, and uh, and and just had the Penguins just chasing their own tail uh, that entire period. And Jari st- stood up to it, uh, but third period was a different story. Um, the lead went away in the first minute of the third period. Uh, and then they kind of traded goals back and forth. They actually got it to overtime and, and uh, the Penguins lost in overtime. And it was really a, a disheartening loss because everything that was wrong with the Penguins in that seven game losing streak was right there apparent in that Montreal game. And it's not so much that you lose a game in Montreal, lose in overtime and, and you, and you go two Oh and one on the trip, you know, it, the, the result part wasn't bad, but, but it was ugly. Um, them struggling against Montreal and, and it was just all the, all the same stuff that was, that was going haywire. Uh, I mean, Jari was, was awful. Uh, Chris Letang was awful. Brian Dumoulin was awful. They don't have a first defensive pairing that are, that are really doing much of anything. Um, nine defensemen on the team. They don't have two of them. That could be a, a number one defensive pairing at this point. Uh, and, and uh, the, it, it's just when the Penguins are, are keeping like any team, like when the Penguins are, are, are keeping the other team kind of facing the wall, even if they don't have puck possession, but but they can't get off the wall, yeah, you're going to do okay, which is what they did to Toronto. Toronto couldn't like turn the play inward and, and and get them chasing, but I mean Montreal spent the spent the entire game just having the the Penguins chasing them on defense, and and it was maybe maybe part of it was playing back to back nights. It's an old team. I don't know how how much their their success they're going to have in back to back nights. Um, I guess we'll see. You know. Uh, in the coming days, if it, if maybe rest was, was a problem and maybe it was a good thing that they salvaged a point at all, but um, it, it was a, it was a bad game for them. And, uh, and, and Jari in particular um, in the days after the game came out saying that he's been battling some physical ailments, very nonspecific uh, about some kind of injury that he's dealing with, you know, obviously not trying to tip his hand or, or indicate what the problem is uh, as, as hockey players do. Um, but I, I thought it was a little strange that he even came out and said anything about, about battling Yellen. So he's on a personal five game losing streak. Um, he's been awful. And, and if, and if he's hurting, why is he playing? I don't understand why he's not just getting arrested or, or taking care of his injury. Then maybe getting some rehab starts in Scranton or in Wilkes-Barre or one of those places, wow. uh, until he can, uh, you know, step back in the lineup um uh, they've got dustin tokarski down there that who they signed this past offseason who has some nhl experience with uh most recently with with the woeful buffalo sabers um and when the penguins played against tokarski you know they won those games but tokarski wasn't wasn't bad and tokarski was the aho goalie of the month in october uh and so why why not take his hot hand bring him up let jari you know, get back in the swing of things, get over his injury or whatever, uh, and then return when he's ready because he doesn't look ready. And I don't understand why they're why they're carting him out there. Uh, but uh, I guess if there's, I don't know how many back to backs they have coming up. Maybe DeSmith will get more of the action until he's uh, until he's ready. So we'll we'll see where that goes. But um, you know, a couple of good games, but but a very ugly overtime loss to Montreal, which did not leave me feeling good. Uh, as the as the week closed out so that's the deal with the penguins uh, and look this week you, know, you got four games uh against you know as as we just talked about pretty solid opponents right you you got you got toronto tomorrow night at home then you go out to the uh you do the whole central united states with uh with minnesota and chicago and winnipeg um and you do have back-to-back this uh this weekend sorry i, I read the uh the calendar wrong um, with Winnipeg and Chicago. Um, so it's a, uh, it's a pretty tough week. Well, they're all tough weeks when you're not one of the better teams. <laughs> you know, you look at every opponent and go, oh, shit, we have to play them? Oh, shit, we have to play Yeah. Well, all, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Chicago going, okay, that, that's, that's probably a win for, for Pittsburgh. The Penguins have not won in Chicago. I got to look at the stats. I got to get back to you with the real stats. It's something like a dozen years. Since Are you serious? Come on. No, I'm dead serious. Uh, oh I gotta look. God. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Wow. You, and and I'll report back later. I, I would. I would really. I would. Oh, great. That's going to be in. The, that's going to be the trivia question. 
it, no, we, that, that can't be it. That no impossible. All right. Uh, the Islanders, man. I mean, this is, this is the, this is the part of the podcast. Tom hates the most. Oh, this is, this, this is <laughs> just he doesn't abysmal want to for me. So listen, listen to me or Steve. We can we cannot be happy for him. That's the problem. How many times do did the are the Islanders down going to the third period and oh they win the game? How many times was it last week? Was it three times last week? Three times. Three times last week. week. Great. Good for fucking them. Three times. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh so yeah, three we were three and one last week. Uh tough week. It was a lot of four goal four games in six days. Uh back-to-back games with um the rangers in calgary and uh you know calgary was the kind of the catalyst they were down two goals going to the third and uh they uh they turned it around man uh they were able to get uh, a couple goals and uh just really really uh change the pace of that game and it's kind of like been this whole thing this whole season the team is apparently a third period team all of a sudden this is not like a, a thing that like really they were doing much last few seasons. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to discount. I'm going to I'm just going to ignore you last season, but you know, the two seasons prior, you know, we played pretty well in the thirds, but you know, their their whole MO was getting early lead and sitting on it. It wasn't, you know, having uh goals happen early on and get a third period uh explosion. So, uh Isles got a a pretty big uh come from behind win in Calgary. Uh, with Lee and Palmieri scoring goals in the third period and Dobson scoring the game winner in OT. Uh, it was kind of a good uh, – I was really happy to watch this game and see them win against uh, uh, Kadri, um, who uh, spurned the aisles uh, to sign there. And, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to see him uh, lose in the you know, on home on uh, – I think we were at home that game. Yeah, yeah we were home were in town. Game. Yeah, you were home. Um, and then uh, next night we play against the Rangers, which I was like, this is going to be interesting because shit, Isles, Rangers. And uh, we had Varley in net because Sorokin played the night before on the back to back. Made the most sense, but Varley in. Um, and uh, Tom talked about this game a little bit, but, um, you know, really the <laughs> completely different game in the third period. And it, it happened so quick. Uh, Pellick scoring 14 seconds in the third period. It was like, oh, here we fucking go already. And Tom was sweating balls as soon as that happened. Um, Nelson scored 12 minutes into the, the period and tied it up on a power play. And then uh, Lee had the gold, go-ahead goal, which we talked about. Now, to be honest, that, that, that was definitely a, a trip on Wallstrom, intentional or not, but uh, it, it should not uh, – that should have uh, been called, but hey, man. Refs have been dog shit all season so far from what I've seen. I mean, dog shit. Both sides of the ice. You're going to no, get screwed. No, no. The, the, first three, the first three weeks of the season, three, four weeks of the season, they were actually really good. I, I, we had no shitty call of the week segment. It was only the past, what, three weeks that there it's has been, been shitty calls of the week. All right, all right. All right get, get, calm down, calm down. Fuckers. <laughs> Uh, but man, that third period—it's two games in a row. The third period, Isles just completely different team, completely different team. Really, just brought it to the to the Rangers. Um, winning back-to-back games in, the, in that fashion, I think, is really just important for the character of the team. Really, for the just the morale. They just—they've looked—they looked really motivated, and only to lose to kind of the Coyotes, you know, a couple nights later. Um, interestingly, but uh, hey. Sometimes you have those letdown games after a big uh, swing. Uh, Isles couldn't get couldn't couldn't get pucks on net. Um, they had a million hits in the game, but just couldn't couldn't get one past the goalie. And you know Sorokin had let one goal in uh, in the third period, so it was tie, it was tied zero zero for most of the game. Uh, power play goal, uh, which uh, is becoming a recurring theme. I'll talk about it a little after this. Um, and then an empty netter, so realistically only one goal against. Sorokin had zero goals against in in even strength. Uh, no strong game for him, but hey, man, you can't can't win with no goals uh, unless you're Matt Barzal. You don't who doesn't need to uh, score goals to uh, to get points. Uh, last uh, has he not scored a goal yet? We're getting to that. Don't worry, we're getting there. 
Blue Jackets and Isles, the last game of the the week for uh, this past week. And, uh, yeah, going into the third period, it was was even. Blue Jackets scored. uh, And then Scotty Mayfield, with his fourth goal of the year, already surpassed his goal total from last year. His his highest has been, like, I think five. I think they're saying on on the – and this get it's it's crazy because he's really the shutdown guy. He's got some nice mitts, um, and he's been showing some of that jumping in the play. Uh, aside from he had two goals, I think if I remember correctly, two of the four goals were shots. But he's had some from the point. But he's had some nice, you know, uh, dipping into the into the play uh, kind of goals. And I uh, was another one here and uh, tied it up. And then fucking Zach Parise with the uh, the goal. Uh, if I remember correctly, that was a almost a – it should have been a penalty, I thought, on Columbus. They didn't call it in overtime. Um, and uh, somehow Barzal made a play to, to get the puck. Uh, or it was pa- – I remember it was Pajot over – yeah, I think it was Pajot over to uh, – um, extended play, got over to Parise, who scored the goal, and uh, that was it. It was uh, take the toe. I think it might have been delayed penalty. I can't remember now, but it was like a definitely a missed penalty. Um, anywho, the – it fucking did it again. Another comeback win for a period. This wasn't as dramatic, but it was still um, another overtime game. Uh, and then, you know, tonight they played uh, an early game, so the game's over at this point on Monday. Um, even and, for uh, Billy. Even for Billy. I mean, it's wild. Uh, they won again tonight. Uh, not a, not overtime. Um, not a, not a comeback. They were they had the lead going to into the oh. third against Ottawa, one four to two. Um, that brings me to a couple points that have been interesting. One, Matthew Brazell, 17 games, 18 assists, zero goals. He is on pace for a point per game, but only assists, which I mean, look, he, he can, he can dish it. He can, he's got unbelievable hands. He, he makes a lot of space, just, you know, skating in with the puck. People give him space to, to maneuver. But man, they they don't. No one's respecting his shot at this point. I mean, he's just not scoring anything. He's he's shooting. They're t- you're yelling at him to shoot in practice. He has a legitimate stri- drought here. It's just I don't know if it's a mental thing, but he is not getting the puck on net. He's got a lot of shots. If they start to track it, you know, you'll see it when they before games. Sometimes they'll show it like the stat, like how many people, how many shots per. Uh, without a goal, you know, for players have had, and he was like right there a couple of games ago, um, in terms of number of shots before, you know, with with the zero goals on the season, um, and uh, hey, he's playing well everywhere else. I just can't complain. It's just it's just wild to see him not have any goals. Um, outside of that, the PK has been after uh, the first eight games, there was they they let up zero power, uh, uh, power play goals. PK was crushing it, hundred percent. For eight games, and then the last nine games, we've left a power play goal a game, at least one a game. So it's been very strange. But PK is still ranked number four in the league because it's such a, a impressive stretch to start the season. Uh, power play is not as as successful. It's I think around the twenty fourth. I think we were, if I looked at it right before, um, what was it? Power play percentage twenty fifth in the league currently. Um, Getting, they've looked better, a lot better. That was a big problem for them the last few seasons. Power play was terrible. They've been moving the puck much better. I mean, keeping the puck in the zone and moving it, and goals will happen. So that's looked a lot, lot better, and that makes me feel good because you have to. I think you have to be at least in the top half of the power play percentage to have any kind of success in in the playoffs when everything is so tight and you need to get goals when you when you can get them. Um, so that looking that's looking a lot better. Uh, next week, uh, we have we, this is the start of our our road trip. Four games for win uh, win tonight against Ottawa, as I mentioned before. Uh, and we got Nashville, Calgary, and Toronto this week. So uh, many many uh, many uh, away stretch, and uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, fucking Devils never lose, so we might as well hear about them. With the winning streak at nine, I figured this week's recap should rhyme. Three more wins all played in our hometown. Saw Calgary, Ottawa, and Arizona all go down.
12 and one since the fire Lindy chance has led some fans to reverse their stance. Scoring has come from all four lines. Even the defensemen are chipping in at times. Unfortunately, both goalies went down this week. Vanacek, uh, precautionary for Vanacek, Blackwood, a knee tweak. We saw Schmid get his first win in relief, followed it up by giving the Coyotes some grief. He sure has been all over the place. He should be the leading candidate candidate in the Selkie race. Hamilton's notched some power play goal, some goals on the power play, while Bratt's 18 points this season leads the way. Hughes' shots are starting to go. That should strike fear in the rest of the Metro. Zetterland has been filling in quite nice, finding the net not twice, but thrice. Marino and Siegenthaler have limited opponents' time and space, just some of the reasons the Devils are in first place. Very good, Stephen. Very, Thanks. very, very good. Montreal, Toronto, and Ottawa this week. Again, they're in the middle of this weird 10 games against Canadian opponent opponents in an 11-game stretch. It's so weird. Holy shit, I'm just seeing that. Oh my god! I I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. It's just so weird. Fucking Arizona had to screw it all up. <laughs> well, they're they're eventually going to be a Canadian team, right? Arizona. You think they'll go to Canada? I don't think they'll want an odd number they, of Canadian. I don't know. They're not going to put another team in Canada. No. No, they they wouldn't do that. This is not a Canadian league anymore. No, definitely not. And now. It's back to trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong Bill. Sorry, Bill. You want me to tell you the last time the Pittsburgh Penguins beat Colorado? Or, or, I mean, yes. uh, not Colorado, Chicago. Chicago. Yes. yes. One in Chicago. The last time the Pittsburgh Penguins won in Chicago. Do you want to guess how many Stanley Cups Sidney Crosby had at that point in his career? None. No, uh, wait, no, he had one. No, he had zero. He had zero. He had zero. Last time they won in Chicago, February 27th of 2009. Oh. I had undershot. Shut up. 13 years. That's. Anyway, well, so I'm not optimistic wasn't that, about that. Wasn't that still during that weird stretch where sometimes they only played the, the, the West Coast teams one time? There were years that they didn't play in Chicago at all. Yes, that's right. absolutely true. Yeah. 2009 okay the trivia question today oh you guys are gonna love this one can't wait three quarters of an inch <laughs> who was the first goalie in the nhl to score a goal marty Brodeur. wrong uh gump worsley wrong what, what any legacy call? Wrong. I want to point Ron out every Hextall. Devils fan thinks it was uh, Ronnie uh, Marty, Marty Berdour, by the way. They think he invented oh. everything. Jacques Plant. Nope. Who was the first nope. one to score in a playoff game? Adam Graves. <laughs> <laughs> not a goalie. Not a, Adam Graves is not a goalie. Hey, at least somebody heard somebody say Adam Graves. That's awesome. <laughs> um, um, Jacques Plant. Not, not a Jacques Plant. No, sir. Chris Osgood. No, not Chris Osgood. Nope. Tom Barrasso. Manny, Manny Legacy. Jesus Christ, Tom, do you not listen? Somebody I just said Manny said Legacy. That. Did you really say that? What, 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 well, let's <laughs> just repeat all Way the back. guesses we've made already. I was not for listening Tom's. at all. Tom, are we going to put your beard on the line? You put your oh, beard on the line, Tom. We're going to shave I'm it off. Shaven. Let's just repeat it. Uh, cleanly shaven. Marty Did somebody Brodeur. say Manny Legacy? Really? Marty yes. Brodeur. Hilarious. Ron Hexel. Not Ron Hexel, not Marty Brodeur again. Patrice Wah. Not, not Patrice or or his uh, brother Patrick. No, not none of the Wahs. None, no. none of the Wah family. The Roy family. No. Bill Ranford. No. Man in Reum. Tony Esposito. Uh, no and no. Phil Esposito. Phil was not a goaltender. Phil. Glenn Phil, uh, Healy. He scored goals for sure. No, not Glenn Healy. That. 
John Van Beesbrook, one of Billy's all-time favorites. No, he's the answer to the other trivia question. What is the only player in the history of the NHL that has all five L's in his last name? Oh, that's great. Uh, Glenn Chico Resch. That's a nope. good guess. No, no Chico. That's a good no. guess, though. I like No it. Chico Suave, no. Rick uh, DiPietro. Ooh. <laughs> Still getting paid by the hour. That would be something if he accomplished anything in his career. That would have been hilarious. No, uh, <laughs> no not Rick DiPietro. Um, Dan Cloutier. Negative. I'm guessing it's an older goalie, right? I mean, older than what? I, I like 80s, <laughs> 70s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, that's accurate. That's very accurate. Gordy right. Howe. Not a goalie, and oh. he played like a few days in the 80s. Not a not a goalie though. The goalie. It was probably he didn't even shoot it in, right? It was probably like last touched by the goalie. I believe that's true. Yeah. Grant Fear. Not the no, no, not Grant Fear. Grant Hill. Mm. No. John the basketball player. John Davidson is wrong. Are any of the names we've said on the multiple choice? Yet yeah, uh you're there's only one name left on the multiple choice that you didn't say. Actually. Oh sweet. What? Yeah, yeah, you already said Ron Hextall and Martin Brodor and Manny Legacy, and there was a none of them. Oh, there was a none uh, of them. No. Well, yeah. we didn't say none of them. Yeah. So I'll say none of them. I think when you answer things like Gordy Howe, that's kind of like saying none of them. Yeah. Eddie Jockman. Oh. No, not Eddie Jockman. Eddie Shore. Shorezy, not Shorezy. Eddie Alts. <laughs> he kicked the, he could kick the crap out of the guy who scored the first goal from goalie i feel like i've Mike. got to say now rob dixon just because i saw him out at dinner the other night oh is he a listener <laughs> he, he is fantastic. now <laughs> jay hutchinson no not jay are we just gonna run pete down the whole Dewar. list of old condors is it pete doer well, at least he's not a condor. No, he he uh, he did not score the first goalie goal in NHL history. Jimmy Schultz. Shake it up. Shake it up. <laughs> no. I mean, how about John Martin Kovic? Mike Smith. Billy Smith. Smith. No. Billy Smith. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yes. Oh. It was an Islander. We didn't. We didn't even get to the the multiple choices time, Steve. <laughs> This is why I need to be on the show every fucking week. You can't do a show without me anymore, I guess. We never we never tried to. It was your internet that fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. God, was that frustrating. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. We couldn't tell. We couldn't tell that you were upset at all about it. And now it's time for Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, our friends of Rattle Podcast. Well, the power play is expired. If the group is successful, they win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. Uh, I like the drop in of Adam Graves. That was lovely. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Steve, you missed out. You go first. Is this person associated with the Devils? Yes. See that? That's how you play the game, guys. That's how you fucking do it. Is it okay, a shut up, so we Jersey can... Devil? No. Is it a player? A former player? Yes. <laughs> Was this player on the 1995 Stanley Cup champion team? No. Was this player a Stanley Cup champion at all? No. With the Devils? No. No. Uh, 
did he retire a New Jersey Devil? No. Did this player play for the Devils in the 80s? No. Did this player also play for the Rangers? No. Did this player play in the 90s? No. Was this player a defenseman? No. Was this player a goaltender? No. All right, we got forward, guys. Forward in the tens or twenties. <laughs> Former player, or or the late O's. Is this yeah. player? Did this player play on either the Rangers, Islanders, or Penguins? No, no, and no. Jesus no, 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 no. That was one question. Questions. That was one question. <laughs> Is it Adam Henrique? Uh, no. One question. That's right. a good guess, Bill. Was it Mike Motto? No. You have five left. He was a defenseman, you dickhead. That was a wasted question. Ten seconds. Doesn't matter. Is it? Is it? Come on, Steve. Call the mute. Eh. Christoph Oliva. All right. He was a Stanley Cup champion. Your your time. What's your last shot? (sighs) I was going to say Parisi, but he's an Islander, so that's out of it. Forwards, non-champions, not on the Devils anymore. Come is on, it Ilya Kovalchuk? He was born today in 1991. He's a left wing. He's Canadian. Played for five teams. Brian played 200, game, 200 games for the Devils from 2016 to 2020. Any, anything? Still First nothing. overall drafted by Taylor Hall? Edmonton Oilers. Uh... Today's is there you go. Ah, Fuck Fuck yourself. Can I also say that I think the NHL should adopt the the power plays over wherever you are, you get one more shot from right there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they're gonna adopt it'd be great. I feel like once the power plays expired, the ref should blow his whistle. Whoever has the puck gets one shot from wherever they're standing. Okay. All right, let's go this day in Steve's stomach. Feels better. Sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. No, look at that. While I'm here, we're saving calories. While I'm here, we all look so lean. While I'm here, we enjoy Coke Zero. But sacrifice flavor, no. Round here, Coke Zero's the way to go. What do you mean? Oh, look at that! It's two weeks in a row. Three I weeks know. in a row. That's why I'm saying. Oh, look yeah. at that! All right, go to the year of our Lord, two thousand and nine. Go to Feb- February eighteenth. This is the last time that the Penguins won in Chicago. <laughs> that was just a few days before. That was lucky. February 18th, 2009, just for those of you keeping score at home, is the day before Tom's first son, Tyler, was born. That's right. Uh, I had a pretzel and peanut butter. You know the pretzels with the peanut butter in them? Yes. They're, that, they're, that was my that's, breakfast. That's clear. Uh, quarter pound. Do, everybody, do you, do you get the concept of a pretzel with a peanut butter in it? I, I just want what to make sure. What do you mean, Bill? <laughs> you know, the pretzel with the peanut butter? Do I have to get more specific? <laughs> it's it's the pretzel with it. Inside the peanut butter, you got that? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, type 45. <laughs> Done? Can I can I continue now? I don't think so. Quarter pound fries and a Coke from McDonald's. Uh, pork chops, couscous, string beans with a diet Sprite for dinner. And uh, this might have been the last arrival of the uh, knockoff jerseys 
They they arrived today. What what jersey was it? I think it was a it was a, a mixture. I think we had uh, a Red Wings Chelios. I might have gotten a Kovalchuk, or I, I don't even know. But it, I just it just says got jersey, so I would assume that that was that shipment. Uh, why did you pick February eighteenth, two thousand nine? Uh, that was the day, obviously, that police in South Dakota arrested then sixty year old Peter Dills when he was caught performing a variety of sex acts on a fire take a guess. Take, fire a guess. take a guess. Tree? Nope. No, tree was last week. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Come here. Come here, Abe. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> I'm going to make an honest man of you. Come here. On a traffic sign. Oh. Okay. When police searched his residence, I just want to take some pictures. They discovered a significant quantity of video footage that showed Dills involved in various sex acts with numerous traffic signs. Uh, He was charged with unlawful occupancy and burglary, along with six counts of public indecency. What a philanderer. He didn't even just stick to one traffic signal? (laughs) A variety of sex acts with numerous traffic signs. All right, traffic signs don't have holes. They have very sharp edges. It's gotta be be a hole there somewhere because the electrical wires have to go in at some point. What electrical wires? It's a traffic sign. sign? I'm thinking a traffic traffic light. I'm thinking like... No, they're no. they're saying they're saying saying um, these. I have a picture. I'll show you. Please tell me it's the evidence pictures <laughs> no, that you have. They, oh. they're, they're saying like these. Okay, so so there's the one that has the the guy and the woman walking. That's kind of sexy. That's pretty hot. Yeah. You, like, you you that, think that he stole like the like the crosswalk ones? I mean, it, at least there's like people images there. Maybe. I mean, I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt that he's just not into a yield sign. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> it, it, it is a triangle, at least the yield <laughs> sign. So that's good. Yeah. But I mean, he's got to just be rubbing up against it, right? And what's you think, different you about think he's dry sign? humping the street sign? I can't even comprehend what he's doing with well, you don't you sign. don't think he's self-gratifying and just looking at the reflective nature of the material that the sign is made of. Are you telling me that's what he I does? Don't, I don't know. I'm hypothesizing. There's gotta be, there's You're not gotta allowed be to something, watch anymore. There's there a has to be something where he's where having sex with the sign because like otherwise he would just be it would just be like public masturbation if he wasn't if he wasn't really actually in some sort of physical contact with the well, sign. Well, no, he, I, I don't think he did out. it out in public. I think he stole the sign, brought it home, and then recorded him banging traffic think, signs. Do you think he put it in bed and laid it down and like hoarded a glass of wine? Well, then oh, the, the crime would be stealing the sign. I mean, what he does with the well, sign afterward in his own it. home is really not uh, anybody Yeah, that's business. right. Well, you know. But I, I get the pool float guy. They're soft. They got curves. You can, I mean, you could do some damage there. But with, oh God, with street signs, it. he gets the pool float guy. Tom's <laughs> trying. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get him. I understand. Oh, the, the pink pool no, float had a no understanding pool. any of it. <laughs> no, you're right. But I really don't get this traffic sign guy. Did he ask the sign first if he could? <laughs> he have consent. You think he still like the handicap sign? And don't, did it? don't make do me that. have to edit. You don't. Please. Yeah, I mean, I mean. You don't go after the the handicap. Oh, God, N- now we're crossing the line. I mean, <laughs> it's two hundred dollar fine just for parking in their spot. <laughs> <laughs> too expensive a day for this guy. <laughs> uh, I think South Dakota's taking over uh, Ohio. There. Wow. I didn't think we'd see the day. Oof. There's not a lot going on in South Dakota. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, maybe signs are kind of appealing. Fair game. I mean, there, there probably is only about 19 people in the whole state. 
they all work in the park. They put up less of a fight than a moose. I mean, let's face it. I still don't get. I, I need to. He's still need, trying to read the article to comprehend. No, I'm. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to. I'm, yes, look, I'm thinking of all these different signs yes. in my head, and not one of them has anywhere that you can put that. Maybe he mutilated the sign and made a hole for himself. Well, again, still, it's still metal. It's sharp. I don't know. I. I don't know. It's, this is a. This is a scary world we live in. Really scary. You keep finding the articles. What does <laughs> it your say segment. about you? <laughs> and he's trying to, I think he's trying to mount one by one too. I mean, he said, but the pool floats, he's, he understands it. Yeah, he's like, no, I, I but, get I mean, that. He's, but you can, you can very easily figure out how Tom's Dick, what Tom's Dick's got all these little cuts on it because he tried fucking a street sign. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, my neighbor yelled at me for fucking screaming at a tree over the weekend, so I had to try something. Oh well. So this segment is slowly becoming "How to Become a Florida Man" <laughs> by by Thomas Harkness. Well, no, well this listen, is South Dakota. Like, two things have been a guy in Florida. Two things. One who was fucking Olaf, and I don't remember what the other one was. But the majority of people were in Ohio. And up north. Fair, it's fair. I'm just saying that this is a pattern you're showing of like all these things. You're just gonna have these these like Steve said. You're just gonna be trying these things out, and then these guys all eventually move to Florida. You know, they all migrate. Yeah, (laughs) you have to. Eventually, you read your own story to us, and we're like, "This is not a surprise. This is not a surprise." I don't think this Peter Dills guy is moving to to Florida from South Dakota. He likes it Uh, too much. The street signs up there are far better. uh, Maybe apparently. And they're made out of something other than metal. It can't be. That's a ridiculous statement, Nick. <laughs> that's You're the, the one being ridiculous. <laughs> have you been? You crossed you... the line, Nick. <laughs> I know what you mean when you say ridiculous. ridiculous. By the way, <laughs> I know what you're really trying to say. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh. about. Uh, all right, that's going to do for us. Uh, next week, we'll uh, we'll give thanks for things, being our, our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't check to see if anybody would actually listen to this fucking drivel. Why? I get embarrassed to tell people. <laughs> it's already, I just got it. You can find it on, you know, all the normal channels but i really i don't understand why anybody would listen that's that's word for word that's what i say all right don't forget to follow us on twitter at friends underscore rivals leave us a review on apple Podcasts. we will read them on the air if you want us to uh uh friends of rivals podcast is our handle for facebook and for youtube uh click comment and share turn on notifications for our podcast so you never miss an episode of the friends and rivals podcast billy say something with you Hey, baby, what's your traffic sign? Oh, my friends and rivals. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off. <laughs>